go. Uh, there was a man who made his living out of selling balloons on the streets of New York. Uh, he didn't earn a lot of money, but each day he would go out and he'd sell balloons seven days a week, all day. That's how he made his living. And he would have his coloured balloons and business would come and go, would oscillate up and down. But if he found business was drying up a little bit, what he'd do, he'd get one of the helium-filled balloons and he'd, and he'd release it. And the balloon would rise up into the sky. And as the balloon rised up, the kids would see this balloon and they'd come running wanting to buy a balloon, pestering their parents to get one. And so day after day, this is the way he would operate. And day after day, he noticed there was a young Negro boy that would watch him from the sides. And after about a week, this young Negro boy came up to him as he was selling the balloons and he felt a tug on the side of his jacket. And he looked down and the boy had come over to him and he was shyly looking up at him and he looked down and he said, what, what's up, buddy? And he said, mister, I've noticed you letting go of balloons, a red one and a green one and a yellow one. And he looks down at the ground and he said, if you let that black one go, would that go up into the sky as well? And knowing where the question came from, and his heart filled with compassion, he, he knelt down next to, the, uh, next to the, the, the young Negro boy and he said, Son, it's not the colour of the balloon that makes it rise up into the sky. It's what's inside it. You know, Christmas is the story of God's desire to put something inside every single one of us that makes us rise to be the person and fulfill the purpose and the destiny that God has placed upon your life. It is not the outward circumstances. It's not the money. It's not the look. It's not the house. It's not the car. It's not the job. It's not the career that makes you rise up into the sky to fulfill your potential. It is what's on the inside. And Christmas is the story of God wanting to bring Jesus Christ inside every person to be and to fulfill that calling that is upon your life. You know, in Luke chapter 1, this story uh, is uh, worked out where a 15-year-old girl, 15 or 16, the, uh, the theologians tell us, uh, God came to her. Her name was Mary. You may have heard of her. And in Luke chapter 1, it says this. The angel says to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. So God's saying to Mary, Mary, I've put something of divine origin inside of you. Something that is going to cause you to rise above every challenge and every situation and every circumstance and anything that you might face in your life and a dream and a desire and a passion and a purpose and a destiny. I want to place it inside of you. I'm going to put it inside of you. And no matter what you face or no matter what goes on in your world, something great is going to come out of you that is going to change the lives of other people around you. That is the story of Christmas. And that's God's desire for every one of us, that as we say yes to Jesus, 
as we say yes to God's plan and His purpose for our lives, that it will not only influence our life, but the lives of everyone around us, that it will bring change and transformation. So I want to look at three facts, three quick facts about carrying and releasing your God-given destiny, carrying and releasing that, that divinity, that divine purpose that God has put inside of you. We're not all called to be Mary. There was only one Mary, but each and every one of us, God is birthing something inside of us, exactly the same process inside of you, something great that causes you to rise up into the sky to live out your calling and your purpose. Number one, from the story that we read in Luke chapter one about the angel and God coming to Mary and her giving birth to a son, the first, uh, the first fact that we find from this is that when God comes to us, it's never convenient. If you know the story, uh, Mary was about to get married. She was engaged to a guy called Joseph. And in the midst of all the preparations and the planning and in the midst of everything that was going on, looking for a dress and, and uh, organizing the wedding, anybody know what it's like trying to organize a wedding? In the midst of all this busyness, in the midst of all these things that were going on, in the midst of these plans that they were beginning to uh, develop and think about for their future, right in the middle of that, God's purpose breaks into her world. You see, when God calls us, when something great begins to rise up on the inside, when we feel that life is bigger than what we're experiencing right now, it's never convenient. When we're thinking, oh, well, when things settle down, I'll do what God's called me to do. When life gets less busy, I'll follow God with all my heart. When circumstances arrive where, where everything's going to be uh, easy, that moment's never going to come. We learn from this story to fulfill God's purpose, to be the person God's called us to be and do what He wants us to do. It's never convenient. There's never a right moment. There's just the moment when you make the decision to go, yes, I'm going to step into and I'm going to give birth to the thing that God has placed inside of me. That's a good thing to know. So, yeah, give the Lord a hand. It takes a step of surrender. It takes a step of letting go and saying yes to God. Uh, point number two, when God's purpose comes to, into our life, it's never simple. Oftentimes we think, well, if God's orchestrating it. It's just going to all fall into place and all the pieces will come together and it'll be easy. It'll just happen. But we learn from this story, this Christmas story, that it's never simple. So this angel comes to Mary and goes, you're going to give birth to the Son of God. You're going to change the lives of people forever. God has put something awesome and incredible in your life that is going to change the lives of others. And then Mary says, well, how am I going to give birth to a child I'm a virgin. I'm not going to, uh, well, you know how children are born. <laughs> How's this going to happen? See, oftentimes when God calls you to something, it's far beyond your ability to fulfill it. Oftentimes God will give you a dream. He'll give you a vision. He'll give you a purpose, something on the inside where you're going, I know my life is bigger and greater and there's more in me than what's coming out at the moment and the circumstances that surrounding me right now. I don't know if anyone's ever felt like that, but that's what Mary's saying. God, how can this ever happen? But we learn that it's never simple 
But God says to her, what's impossible for man is possible with God. What God's asking is not for you to know how this is all going to work out so that we understand every part and every step of the journey. What he's saying is, you know what, it's never simple, but I just want you to take a step of faith. I just want you to trust me. I just want you to say yes to my purpose and my plan, to take that step of faith. As the Bible says, nothing is impossible for God. So you don't need to know how it all works out. You don't need to know every step of the journey. All you need to know is that there's something inside of you. And if you feel that resonating on the inside, you feel that call of God to live at a higher level than you're living right now, to experience life at a bigger dimension than you're living in right now. All God's asking of you is not to know how it all works out, but to just go, you know what, God, I don't know how you're going to bring this about. But as Mary said in this moment, she said, I am the Lord's servant. May it be as you say. That's a step of faith. I don't understand how, but I believe that it can happen. I'm going to trust in you, God. I'm going to put my faith in you. And the third thing, and I'll finish with this third point. The first thing was it's never convenient to follow God, to put him first to see his purpose fulfilled in our life and to live at the highest level possible. It's never simple. It's never going to just happen and fall into place. You've got to trace God, trust God. And number three, up there, when God comes into our life, things invariably change. You know, change is here to stay. Sometimes we like change, sometimes we don't. But the reality is to go to a new level, to keep stepping up, to break ceilings and to move into a new capacity in our life. You have to, you have to, you have to embrace change. You have to be willing to accept and embrace the changes that God knows are necessary for you to break out of your place of limitation. And move into the place that God is calling you to be. We all have limiting factors in our life. Every one of us, whether it be our, our past or our, our feelings or circumstances, experiences that we've had that cause us to see life in a different way, to maybe live in a place of fear or anxiety about the future, about our life, about our finances maybe. But the reality is, when we accept God, when we say, you know what, God, I'm willing to embrace the change that is necessary for me to live in that place that you've called me to live, then that is the step to begin the transformation. There was a girl that came home from kids' church one day, and she said, Dad, they told me in kids' church today that Jesus is inside of me. He said, that's right, darling. She said, well, how big's Jesus? She said, well, he's probably about my height, maybe 5'10", 6 foot. She's scratching her head. She's thinking, Dad, if Jesus is inside of me and he's that big, then he's going to stick out. And he said, that's exactly right, Jesus. Uh, that's exactly right, darling. When Jesus is in your life, he will stick out. The question is, is the Jesus inside of your life sticking out right now? Because when we begin to embrace what God has for us, 
we will see the changes in our world. We'll see changes in our attitude. We'll see changes in the way we treat people. We'll see changes in the way we see uh, problems and, and change and circumstances and things that come into our world. As Mary said, may it be as I have said, change will come. The circumstances of our life are going to change. Some good, some bad. And uh, if you've never experienced a bad circumstance, um, just hold on. (laughs) It's coming. But it doesn't matter. The, The gospel message, the story of Christmas, is the fact that it doesn't matter what is happening on the outside. As that story of the little Negro boy illustrates It's not the outward appearance. It's not the outward circumstances that limit your life. It's what's on the inside. And Jesus comes to bring capacity into our life. Jesus comes so that we can deal with the stresses, with the problems, with the changes, with the things that occur in our world, in our job. We're going to face challenges and changes at times. Sometimes we lose a job or we get retrenched, or, or circumstances change, or, or sometimes our financial circumstances change because of sometimes things outside of our control, sometimes things within our control. But the gospel message is, no matter what's happening on the outside, if you've got Jesus on the inside, you've got enough to overcome every challenge, every obstacle, every situation, every circumstance that you can face in this life that you will grow bigger on the inside than what's going on on the outside and the capacity on the inside, the pressure on the inside through what Christ is doing in your life, the faith, the peace, the assurance, the confidence that comes through knowing Jesus Christ, that that pressure on the inside is greater than the pressure that's pushing in on the outside. That's the message of Christmas. That's the story of Jesus Christ coming into the world. That there is a purpose for your life. It's no accident that you're on the planet and embracing it and saying yes to Jesus and opening up our heart and beginning to allow God to do the things that He wants to do. will allow you to fly above every single challenge and situation and obstacle that you're going to face And live the life that God has called you to live through His grace and power, through His ability and strength. That's the story of Christmas in Jesus' name. Let's give the Lord a hand this morning. Thank you, God. I want to pray for you this morning. That you would remember that. That when you are facing a situation, you think, man, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. If you've got Jesus, you've got all you need to get through any situation that you're going to face. Or you're feeling something on the inside. You know that your calling, your life, what God has placed inside of you is far greater than what you're experiencing right now in your life. Then to say, Jesus, I'm ready to change. I'm ready to embrace the change that you're bringing into my world to allow me to grow and become the bigger person, to take a hold of what you've got for me. Father, I thank you for every person here as we celebrate your great gift to the world, Jesus Christ. And just as you 
said to Mary, I'm putting something of divinity, something of divine origin in you. It's not only going to change your life forever, but the lives of others. God is wanting to put something of divine origin in your life and in your world, and He has. Each and every one of us made in the image of God. The Imago Dei is the words in Latin. And God is reaching out His hand to each and every one of us. Whether we know God already through Jesus, whether we've experienced a relationship with Him, or maybe we're just finding out about Him and His purpose and His plan, His love for our life. He's reaching out to every one of us today, this very morning, and just saying, will you take hold of my hand? I want to take you to a new level. I want to call you. I want to pull you up. If you've never asked Jesus Christ to be in your Lord and Savior, you've never prayed a prayer that said, Jesus, come into my life. I want to know you. That's the first step in discovering what God has for you. His purpose for your life, the reason that you're here on the planet. So if I can ask every person to bow their head and close their eyes. This is between you and God. We'd love to introduce you to Jesus Christ. Or maybe you've never asked Him into your life. Or maybe you're away from God right now. And you know you're away. Or maybe you're just challenged at the moment with the circumstances and the situation you find yourself in. And as these words come to you, you're just saying, God, I don't know how this is going to work out but I'm going to trust you this morning. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to believe that you're doing something great in me. You're doing something outside of me that is going to take me into the calling and the purpose you've got for my life. Well, every head's bowed, every eye's closed. I'd love to pray for you at the end of this service. We'd love to give you a gift to help you follow Jesus. So if you want me to pray for you and include you in this prayer, well, every head bowed and every eyes closed, just put up your hand so I can see it. I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to lead you in a prayer at the end of this service. Just put it up high so I can see it. We're going to pray. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Anybody else? Say, yeah, that's me. I, I want to pray. I need Jesus in my life. I want to know him. I, I want to know what he's got for me. I want to know who he is and what he's about. and The reason that I'm here, just put your hand up so I can see it. We're going to pray at the end of this service.